Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would it feel knowing that on your deathbed, you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. Have you ever sat down and really thought about time? What is time? Is it a tangible thing? Is it something we experience? What about those shows that show you time travel? Does that preoccupy your mind, thinking about the possibilities of being able to go back in time and change things or go forward in time to discover new things? Well, in this episode, we're going to focus on that and how you can use it to change things in your past and in your future. Now, nobody knows exactly what time is. There are two major competing theories, the A theory of time and the B theory of time. The A theory says that time exists as we experience it, one moment at a time, and all we have is the present. Now, this is the intuitive view, and I personally think this is probably the correct view. However, there is the B theory of time, and the B theory is probably the most popular among philosophers because it answers some of their questions. And it goes on to say that all moments in the past, present, and future of time equally exist, and they tenselessly exist, which means that we can no longer use concepts like this used to exist or this will exist because it's all along a spectrum. Now, of course, they use concepts like indexing to make it easier for us to understand. But regardless of how you understand time to be as a property, we can utilize it. And regardless which one is true, it both works for this technique. This exercise might require your full attention. So don't try and do this when you're driving or not able to focus. First thing, I want you just to focus on something that happened in your past. Now, most of the time we go to negative things, and that's fine. But negative or positive, think about where it is in your past. Now, think in your mind, is it like right in front of you is off to one side? What position is it in? Think about something five years before that. Try and get a feel for where it sits in a timeline of sorts. Now, think about something that's happening right now, comparing it to yesterday or comparing to your last memory. Now, think about something that you want to happen in five years. That's likely to happen, that you want to happen, you've got goals, you've got a plan. Think about that. And now you can see where I'm going. Try and formulate a timeline and see what direction your thoughts are about time. When you think about the past, you experience it as maybe being a little bit behind you and then you're in time and the future is ahead of you. Is the past towards your left, your present right in front of you and your future to your right or vice versa? What direction is your timeline? That will be the first step. Once you've found out where your timeline is, we can start to work with it. Generally, if people are really extroverted in the moment and outgoing, often they're focused in that one point in time 
and their timeline is back going forwards. Whereas if you're pretty good at planning, maybe you're introverted, you don't have to be, then your timeline is likely left to right, although it could be vice versa, as I mentioned. So if you need to pause it, just go back and forth into your past, into your future, and just try and see where your mental representations are. There usually is some mild distinction. Very rarely will somebody have exactly the same thoughts about their past as their present as their future. Usually it's slightly off to one side or, or one direction. So once you've become clear on that, we can move on to the next part. Next, we have to anchor ourselves right in the present. We have to get ourselves in that resourceful place where you're feeling amazing. So in order to do this, just think about something, and this is not to do with your timeline. Think about something in your past or in the future or made up presently that really gets you excited. Perhaps you won an event in the past and everyone was clapping. Maybe in the future you're going to achieve this goal that means so much to you. Whatever it is, even if you have no reference for this, imagine your role model and then imagine that you step into them and you can feel the way that they breathe. You can hear the way that they talk. You can watch your body language become stronger, your voice becomes stronger and more powerful, and you feel great. You feel 10 feet tall. And while you're in this position, imagine that you're floating above your timeline, as weird as this sounds. Now, I want you to go back to the earliest event that you can remember that was really negative. Now, one disclaimer. If it's something that's extremely traumatic, you probably need professional help, so don't go through this with me on that. But just something like perhaps it was a bully, perhaps there was something that really upset you. And when you get to that place, I want you to see yourself. See how you were when you were little, when you didn't have the strengths, the resources, the insights that you have right now. And with your strong and powerful frame, I want you to go up to yourself. Now, this is pretty weird, but stay with me and say to yourself that everything's going to be okay. Explain how things have worked out amazingly for you and how your future is looking even brighter. Make sure that they can see how great and powerful you are and allow them to experience it. And once they have been comforted, once you have been comforted, and I want you to turn towards the future part of your timeline from where you presently are, which means you're presently in the past and you're looking towards the future, which leads up to your present. And as you look at that road, you can see mild changes. Your old self now has the confidence and resources. And the healing that goes along with that goes through your timeline. And then simply you repeat it. Go back to your present, get into that amazing anchored state of resourcefulness because you need that power to go back to that place. Once you're in that place, go back to another episode where you really needed some help, where you needed some support, where you were going through some hard times and then float into that experience in the past. Go down into it and then see yourself in that suffering state. Talk to yourself. Let them see about how wonderful things are going to turn out, that this is not the end of the world, that you 
will overcome. And not only overcome, you will excel. And your future looks even brighter. And once they are fully confident, and you can look towards your present from where you are and notice that healing has taken place. Now float back to the present. As you continue to do this through various stages of grief, various stages of suffering and hardships, you'll eventually notice that your timeline starts to look instantly different. There is a lot of healing that has taken place. And with that healing, it brings you all the way up to the present where you are now. And you might notice that when you reflect on the past, suddenly you don't have these intense emotions about it. If you still do, then chances are you have to anchor yourself better, number one. You have to go back to that experience, number two. And number three, which is most common, is you have to go back and do it multiple times to multiple different experiences so that you can fill your whole past up with healing. Now, this is simply a mental exercise. Regardless if A theory or B theory of time is true, it works because we're looking at something at a conceptual level. Obviously, we're not going into the past. But by doing this, our nervous system understands what's been happening. And that is that we've addressed the things in the past. And that means that they won't come up in the future, like in unresourceful ways, such as making you shy, making you less confident, making you guilt, making you hate yourself. Whatever it is, you can heal it. So that is the first use of the timeline therapy. I want you to do it tonight and perhaps do it several other nights just to address all of these things and just to remember what the steps are. Step one, understand where your timeline is, what direction it is, whether it's left to right, back to forward, whatever it is, just understand which direction it goes. Number two, very importantly, anchor yourself to a resourceful state because otherwise I'll see this loser come and try and comfort them. And I'll be like, who's this guy? You have to really bring this strength of character that really is you to the situation. Number three is when you float back into that experience of trauma, and as I said, nothing abusive, nothing crazy, but some form of bullying, suffering, or hardship. Once you go into that area and you go talk to yourself comfort yourself you know what to do i won't be explicit on it once you do this you'll know when the stage is complete and from there make sure you look towards your present whether that's straight forward to your right whatever direction it is that's why you have to know your timeline and notice your healing maybe give it a color as it flows down like a river through your timeline. And then go back to the present and experience what it feels like. And the best way to experience it is just sit still and maybe even perhaps think about the past moment and notice the intensity is taken out. Perhaps there's something positive that's come from it. Perhaps it's helped you to get to where you are today. And then you'll be ready for the next part, which we'll cover in the next episode. 
Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com.